Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. Our guest today is Luis Ashby. Luis is a certified mastermind coach, among other things. But Luis, thanks so much for being on our show today. Thank you, Christopher. I'm really excited to get chatting with you. So if you go to Luis's profile on LinkedIn, she's done many, 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 many amazing things as a writer, as a ghostwriter, as a coach. The thing that I most cued in on is how she said that our challenges don't need to define us. We define our challenges. That's so important for us to really know and feel and, and internalize. How did you come about that awareness? Because so many people look at challenges as a hardship, as this mm-hmm. thing that's a burden. And let's, let's dive into that, Luis. Well, people who do do that think of themselves as a victim. And I don't think of any of us as victims. Like if somebody says, oh, Louise is the, a victim of a car accident. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a survivor of a car accident. I think what you, how you say and how you talk is really, really important because, you know, your subconscious hears that. Um, it was when I had the car accident and I saw myself in the mirror for the first time and I realized, oh my goodness, this is huge. I have a choice here. Either I choose to let my trauma define me or I define my trauma, giving me back the control basically. Um, How bad was the crash? Was it like- Oh, it was terrible. I mean, it was was the worst car accident in 30 years apparently. I was- Yeah, I was in a convertible, uh, a Ford Mustang convertible. I didn't know it had been in previous accidents. And I was with a friend, the car, the other car hit me head on and I shot out of the seat into the corner of the windshield and basically lost every bone in the left of my face. Wow. Um, The front left lobe of my brain was gone. The vision in my left eye gone. Um, Yeah, it was smell and taste. I have a reverse curve of the neck, Um, just stuff but to that you know i really don't think of those things as a big deal because most importantly i'm alive mm-hmm. and i'm with it and i got to experience people's judgment of me when i was disfigured and it really woke me up to god people are so cruel they really are this is not about me this is about them mm-hmm. just to get back to the bathroom situation when i saw my face um i collapsed on the floor crying and uh, I knew, you know, like I just said, that I had to make that choice. And I made the choice to move forward and day by day be the best I could be and be there for my family because my mother had just passed away. So it was all kind of into one thing. It was more of an awakening and, okay, let's see what we can do. Well, that's great. And I want us all to, to know this and to feel it because, like I said, we all have challenges, but not to the extent that you have had perhaps, and not even about comparing, but it's like for you to like almost face death and to have these various judgments and whatnot. All of us have gone through things, but it's great that you're using this experience to inspire the people. Now, did you decide to be a coach after that point or was it more of a gradual thing? Like why did you choose to take your experiences and really to share that? Because a lot of people can just stay home, deal with their own things. That alone is frankly good enough because you have your family, right? But why did you choose to just flip it around and say, no, I want to use my story to inspire other people so that they can get through their challenges? It kind of came about by accident, actually, because I was an actor and I had trained all my life for that. And the reason I moved to L.A. was for that. 
So when this accident happened and I was facially disfigured and the doctor said, no, there's nothing we can do, my response was, I'm an actress. Hollywood doesn't accept women on film who are disfigured. You will fix me. So that was what drove me to get, you know, 12 years, 238 metal bolts and plates, 28 reconstructive surgeries, three brain surgeries, five eye surgeries, all of these things were driven by my passion. But then when I was told I was socially acceptable, I thought, what does that mean? And there was a lot of other stuff of people in the industry had been called in for my depositions and that kind of stuff. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to write a book about my journey and something that can help people going through anything to realize they can get through it and that they don't need to be brought down by these bullies and silly people who didn't know better. And so I wrote the book and I started doing all these talk shows around the world, which was crazy. I was like doing three or four a week. So I knew my message was really important and the people were responding to it well. And so with my doctor, I set up an organization, a nonprofit for kids um, under the age of 18 who were going through a facial difference through no fault of their own or through birth. And we were raising money for them and I was counseling them and their families. And that's how I got into the coaching because I had a phone line in my house. So every time I did a show, people would call me. And I, I, I mean, it was something that I never knew would be bigger and better and more rewarding than my original career choice of acting. I mean, it's been the most incredible journey and it means that my accident wasn't a waste, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm I have a friend that I met 20 years ago and she unfortunately had cancer and she said that cancer was the best gift she ever had because it just allowed her to reset her life and to inspire the people. She's a very successful speech pathologist, but like you, you, you took your challenges and your, and your experience to just inspire the people. Now, I also see on your profile that you have ghostwritten books for celebrities. Like how did you get into that world? Well, um, it was basically some people I knew, first of all, came to me and said, Oh, I'm doing my autobiography, but I don't know where to start. I want you to write it for me. And so the first one I did, I came up with these characters for parts of their body <laughs> that were in question during their story. And I just loved it. I loved doing it. It was so fun. The um, clients loved it. And just, I mean, it was so funny. I just started getting job after job after job. And, um, it's a very interesting way to see how you, as the ghostwriter, adopt their voice. Well, it's almost like you're an actor, right? I mean, you're, you're yeah. literally taking on their persona and having that, that gift to provide that, 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 that service for them as you would have as an actor. But instead, with writing, as you know, when you read something, there's just such a, a depth and connection, just as great actors do. Now, so finally, let's just end with your intuitive coach work. I mean, you have this amazing energy and you have had some of these experiences. So many of us go through challenges, but when you really, 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 really were wrote down and felt down, like what do you suggest to people that might be alone right now who maybe can't reach out to people outside and with the social media world we live in now and the news world, it's so easy to be distracted, but what do you suggest for them based on your own experiences when you were in the deep, dark corridors of your own self-doubts perhaps you know what's so funny Christopher is I didn't let myself go there 
I really, I was strong for my family. And somehow, you know how the law of attraction is big right now. Everyone's understanding what it, what it means. I didn't even know I already knew what it meant. I was visualizing myself as whole and complete and healthy. And um, if I felt like I was going down, I mean, there were a few times where I felt I was going into the abyss and I'd have to like pinch myself and go, okay, you made a choice in that bathroom. I'm going to give you 10 minutes of misery (laughs) and playing the victim and writing everything out that's making you uncomfortable. And then you're going to think of something that makes you laugh. You're going to think of a situation where you felt love and um, snap back out of it. Um, One thing I do think is really important for anyone that's going through unbelievable pain, mentally and physically or either or, is it's really important to choose your inner circle wisely. You don't want to be surrounded by people who, at first I was saying, you just got to quit, just come back to England, you know, don't worry about it. So you look different, so what? And I was so driven with, no, this is my life and I'm on a path and I'm going to follow that path before I quit. And thankfully, you know, it worked out. I think our bodies respond to what we put out. Like if you say, I'm, I'm getting through this, this is going to happen. This is happening. Your subconscious just goes, yes, it is. But if you say, I'm miserable, the subconscious goes, yes, you are. <laughs> so it's really important to know what, your ultimate goal is and to follow that and believe it. No, I couldn't agree more. Louise, thanks so much for your time and your advice and your thoughts. How can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about you? Um, Well, my website is in development, but I can give my email address if that helps. So then anybody. Or even just your LinkedIn, your LinkedIn would be fine as well. Okay. Or my LinkedIn. Do you know what that is? (laughs) Louise Ashby, A-S-H-B-Y. Yeah. Okay. I can reach out to her. So, Luis, again, thanks so much for your time. Have a great day. Thank you, Chris.